0: This is the first show of the year of 2022, and I'm so excited. It's my sponsor show, and I say that my sponsor show because they're the three people that have been uh, not just contributors uh, financially, but with their time and their information and their education, and they're all coming right now, so check it out. Welcome to our show and thanks for joining us. This is Grateful Heart, the motivational Arizona real estate and business show. We're here to inspire you to believe in yourself, to dare to dream about your infinite and divine possibilities, to blow open your mind to creating your most abundant reality possible as our thoughts are so powerful. I found turning my own personal grief into gratitude raised my vibration to be in tune for receiving prosperity, health, and connecting to God's source. I'm your host, Rebecca Raines of Integrity All-Stars at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. And I have been selling homes here in the Valley since 1993. Today on our program, we have some great guests for you.
1: Live from Phoenix, Arizona, it's the Grateful Heart Show with your host, Rebecca
2: Raines.
0: Hi, I'm Rebecca hidalgo Reigns with Grateful Heart TV, and I'm your show host today. In studio, I have Joe Smith of Epic Mortgage. Yes,
2: Brave, in studio, let's go.
0: Brave, let's go. It's our first show of the year. It's January 11th, and we're gonna be talking about nothing else but the market. Yes. Real estate market, finance market, business market. And we have two other wonderful guests, Joe.
2: Five hour show today? No, it's only
0: going to be less than an hour. So you guys better pay attention because we also have our other sponsor, Anthony Penna of Navi Title, Yes. along with Tara Krieg of AmeriFirst Financial. Tara, can you please say hello so we can see your beautiful face as well?
3: Good morning, you guys. Glad to be here with you. Yay! Good! I'm so
0: glad you're here. So the gang's all here. This is my sponsor show. That means I have all three of you. That this I have, is a good team right this here. This is an amazing team, and that's what I want to point out is I partner myself with some fantastic people. You, you, and the other you that's not talking right now that people can't see. Anthony, Tara, and Joe, I've known all of you for Years. Like yes over yes. a good, decade. Good answer, good well, answer. we'll just go with Correct. Years over a decade, each of you. And the reason why we're all still working together is because we have become like this awesome team and we all add wonderful content to our conversations. That's why I asked all of you to join on the first show.
2: You know, the interesting thing, a lot of these conversations that we have on the show mm-hmm. are the same conversations that we have off the show. At, at the at a coffee shop, at a bar, wherever. These are the same things. So you guys get a little candid Yeah view into what we talk about all the time.
0: True story. True story. And so what I wanted to do today, the first half of the show, I want to talk about, just have a quick little flashback of last year. Last year, things happened that were really crazy out there. Really crazy. You two have um, the wonderful benefit of knowing a lot of my clients because, of course, you guys are helping me get their loans done and helping them buy houses. Anthony comes on the show often. And I love it because he's always got these wonderful slides and he's going to cover what 2022 is going to look like after break. Is that cool, Anthony?
1: I'm good with that. Yep. Okay. So
0: let's... And I, the, hey, I
1: just, I just want to compliment Joe on his outfit. He looks really good.
2: Thank you. Especially for you today.
0: Yeah. Joe yeah, I, did dress I, I, up. You know, he's in studio now. As don't far let as, it
2: fool you. As,
0: <laughs> as far as Anthony's concerned, he's not in studio. So we have no idea what he's wearing. <laughs> oh, other than his blue shirt.
2: Hopefully something. <laughs>
0: hopefully something is right. So let's go ahead and get started. What I wanna do is I'm gonna geek out for just a hot second and Anthony and Tara can watch these numbers as well. This is the stats from the Cromford Report and the reason why I always like to talk about this is because guess what, it has the stats today versus last year versus two years ago and I think it's really important to be able to talk about last year before we talk about what we think is gonna happen this year. So as of right now, it says that the MLS has 5,900 active listings that do not have contracts on them. What that means is that they're listed, and a lot of times people will call me about properties, and those properties might have a contract on them, but you can't tell because Zillow lo- makes it look like you know it's active right now. So that's the difference between the 8,800 that it's showing as active listings versus the 5,900 that are actually really available for purchase. And so 5,900, is less than half of the number of homes we had to sell two years ago, right before the pandemic started. So that's what I want to point out is two years ago, we had 12,000 houses to sell. So two years ago was actually a very good representation of what real estate kind of had been looking like for the last several years.
2: It's hard to say what the normal is, right? Now we're starting to, we're saying, all right, 12,000 felt a little normal. In the past, it used to be 25,000 felt normal. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, so at the worst of the worst, when the market was at its worst, we actually had like 46,000 homes available. Yeah. So it's, it's night and day. And so the biggest crux that I feel is happening today is we just don't have enough homes to sell. Still. Still. It's not necessarily that demand is crazy, it's just we have very few homes to sell. And we're gonna talk about it with Tara and Anthony, why that might be the case, but right now, our average price point is $532,000. Average Average. price point, average. That means my kid, your kid, Tara's kid, Anthony's kid, the next generation of first-time home buyers, two years ago, the average was $364,000. We're talking, what, $170,000 difference in just two years. Can I ask you, $170,000 in just two years, Joe, what's the difference on a monthly payment if you're talking an average house from two years ago versus an average house today?
2: It's substantial. We'll just say it's substantial. I can't give you an exact number, but it's pretty good.
0: So we're talking maybe several hundred dollars a month difference? If
2: I were back two years ago, I would have bought five more.
0: Yeah. If you'd known. Yes. If only you had known. So I think the other stat that's kind of important is when you look at days on market, two years ago, it was 60 today it says 35. So that basically means any good house is usually selling first day on market with multiple offers.
2: And you know what, Rebecca, I want to break in real quick. Two years ago, there were people on the sidelines saying, you know what, I think I'm going to wait till the market gets better. I'm going to sit this out because I think it's going to come down. So Hopefully.
0: So two years ago, I had a lot of those clients Right. for two years. All I keep hearing about is how the market's going to crash and the prices are going to come down. And guess what? Still waiting. We're still waiting for that to happen. So they
1: should have got all they should have stopped watching Facebook and YouTube.
2: Yes.
0: Okay, so that actually I think that gives us enough content for Anthony and Tara to chime in, because in the last year, I don't know if Anthony or Tara, you're dying to share a story, but I'd like to share one. <laughs> now, this is a client Joe knows because Joe helped this client with me last year. Last March, there's a home in Tempe.
2: Oh, this one. This
0: Let's talk okay, about this, this story. Because there's
2: multiple, but there's multiple.
0: But I, I want to talk about this one because last March, we met some folks online and they wanted to go shopping. Well, actually I should say February It's about this time last year, honestly, because by the time we actually got under contract and literally closed escrow, it was March 1st. The home that they bought was in Tempe. It was in Tempe Lakes. It was listed for five and a quarter, 525000 So just a little bit under the average price point mm-hmm. today, right? Mm-hmm. There was a bidding war. I think out of six people, we ended up getting it, but we had to raise the price to $539,000. Right? Then the appraiser came that Joe had hired, and he said it was only worth $500. <laughs> good do remember,
3: times. good do times. you remember
0: how bad that hurt? I, I think I called Joe crying. Maybe not crying, but I, I was pretty sick to my stomach, and so was my client.
2: Yeah, and so was I.
0: And so were you. So maybe there was a couple of real rough days there with that particular client, but they ended up deciding to buy the house anyways. Mm. And that's because they waived their appraisal and they had $10,000 they were going to lose if they refused to close.
2: They were putting down a little bit of money. They were putting down maybe 10%. Mm -hmm. And we finagled it so they could put down 5%. And it really didn't hurt that much on the payment.
0: It was just like a little bit of difference with the insurance, right? The mortgage insurance. So let's fast forward to mm, last October. They call me and he got a job transfer. So the home that they just bought, they just invested about $30,000 in it to redo some floors, some paint, nothing crazy, but you know, stuff that it, it made needed. It, nice, yeah. it made it nicer, nicer for sure. It closed in December for $650,000. Oh only $650,000. $650,000. So, less than a year, it increased $150,000 in value. So when, you know, we just had said the 170, thank you, Anthony Penna. Um, so when we had just said the 170 was the difference between the two average price points in the last two years, we saw some really crazy stuff happen last year and people made bank. Yeah, yeah, she invested $30,000, but she still netted over a hundred What a more. great return, yeah. What a great return and she didn't even intend to buy it as a fix and flip kind of thing, but that's basically what ended up You know, happening. we we have
2: to applaud them for having the guts yeah. To, and the conviction to listen and go through with it and see you know the, the bigger picture on, on what they were trying to do. And I think they were fortunate to even get that house, Yeah, let alone to well, score the money that they got.
0: Obviously, today, now in hindsight, right? But in the moment, mm. it was so scary. Yeah. And they were so upset. And we were upset. And you were like, all of us were just beside ourselves. Yeah. But what we kept telling people last year, so I'm curious if Anthony and Tara are going to agree with this, um what we kept telling people last year is look you're just buying ahead of tomorrow's prices and by the time you close escrow guess what your house is going to be worth what you're paying for it yep anthony would you say that's a fair statement
1: 100 100 i got rebecca i get this quick story you want to say about that one i'll go real quick i have a really good friend who's a smart business guy and he opened escrow with us in a 1.1 million dollar house and this guy's really smart and he was listening to people who didn't know what the heck they were talking about, saying the market's going to crash. And he reaches out to me saying, I'm canceling the deal. And I broke down on why he shouldn't cancel the deal. He messaged me 10 months later and goes, I'm never not going to reach out to people who don't know what they're talking about ever again. That house just sold in 10 months for 165. Mm. He just made a half a million dollars? No, he didn't. He canceled the deal. Oh, Anthony, he didn't close? no he canceled because he thought the market was going to crash
0: he, he was hearing that it's going to go down he could have made a half a million dollars I'm sick in 10 in 10 10 months ten eleven 11 months oh my gosh all right tara i'm gonna to have to come over to you girlfriend
3: do you have any crazy stories like that of things that you saw last year i do yeah i actually have a family member that was purchasing a house in our neighborhood about five houses down and the house was listed and immediately mm-hmm. bid up this was back in maybe August, September of 2020. Mm -hmm. And it was the the beginning of where we were really seeing this craze where people were waiving appraisal and paying quite a bit more than the appraised value. So listed at uh, 499, ends up selling at 533, and they really were so nervous. They felt like they just were spending so much money on this house. It was crazy. It was a home they were gonna to need to gut and completely remodel. <clears throat> and that house is worth today anywhere from 720 to $750,000. So they bought it for 530 and they the house today is now worth well over 700,000. Okay. And had they not bought that house, they wouldn't be able to afford that home today. Not to mention the fact that even though rates were higher then, They were able to take advantage of those historical low interest rates we saw last year and lock it in a two and a half percent 30 year fixed rate mortgage, which is just unheard of. So, well, uh, hopefully she doesn't ever sell that house ever, (laughs) ever, ever. And, you know, I'm glad that you brought up that
0: story because I know exactly who you're talking about. And I want to make a point last year. Oh, my gosh, there were tears. I had tears. There was many times I had tears. Tara and Joe both know this. And it really is about who you know. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because Tara's neighbor, family member got the house because who who Tara knew, she knew the listing agent. And that listing agent did help her get that property for her family member. Um, yeah, so- it
3: never would have happened had I not had that relationship. And Rebecca, let's just be honest, I know that listing agent because of a relationship through you and just the having the connections and being in the industry as long as we have have opened the door to countless transactions that we've been able to secure for our buyers that we otherwise wouldn't be able to
0: absolutely i mean joe's been doing this for a long time again we we said decades earlier and we're just gonna leave it at that it is decades Mm -hmm, me too and you and anthony and it is absolutely who you know because in the middle of the summer when we like it was last may may of 2021 when things were by far at its worst And the problem reason why it was at its worst is we had at the time the same amount of inventory we have today, but we had a ton more demand. So even over the weekend, like I had a listing, we had six offers, seven offers, nothing crazy. Yesterday I made an offer on a house, I probably would have gotten it, had my client just been a little bit more aggressive. But last May, that's when Rebecca was crying. yeah, Because it didn't matter at that point, really um, what you're offering, it was absolutely who you know. So then the next month, I had three of my colleagues from our mastermind group that you guys both participate with help me get home secured for my clients. And they would not be homeowners today if it weren't for those relationships. I think we have a
2: whole other year of that coming up. Well, I don't see And that's
0: why I'm bringing anything it
2: up. slowing down. We're going to <clears> be in the same exact boat. The buyers may be gone for like right now, but they're going to come right back.
0: But they aren't gone. They aren't gone, Joe. We're- oh, but
2: multiple offers, the whole. Like, yeah.
0: Like I, ugh. our listing over the weekend we had was in Mesa. It was listed on the high side and we still had seven offers and somebody came in 10,000 above list. I mean, this is a first time home buyer house. 10,000 above list with a $10,000 gap guarantee. And that was the first week of January. Wow! So I'm saying that right now in January because guess what, May's in four months. Hmm. And while I feel this momentum coming up as more listings are starting to, like people are calling, they're wanting to sell, the buyers are gonna come back. Yes. And I don't care what interest rates are doing, and we can certainly talk about that more in detail. I wanna take a quick commercial break from all three of you. You're gonna get to watch your commercials real quick. And then when we come back from commercial break, I would like to talk with you and Tara about what the interest rates are doing right now. And then Anthony, I wanna get into what you think is gonna happen in 2022. Is that cool? All right, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Crystal Balls coming out. We'll be right back, you guys.
3: If you're looking for a mortgage, you need a personalized plan, not a click button, get mortgage option. My team and I have saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or a refinance
0: Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century. I wanna say that experience truly matters. So when you're looking for a realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. My experience doesn't matter near as much as my clients. So I do dare you to Google me and I promise you'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I really do truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home.
2: Independently owned means low overhead, so you get the best rates, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years? Contact me, Joe Smith, at Epic Mortgage Today, 602-741-4121.
3: Whether purchasing a home or refinancing, we know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Navi Title Agency is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest title insurance underwriter, Navi Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud. Creating solutions that save time and money for everyone, ask your realtor or loan officer today about using Navi Title on your next real estate transaction. Navi Title Agency is locally owned and operated in the state of Arizona.
0: Okay, we're right back from our break. And guess what? Those were some great commercials. I know, especially the new one with Navi title. Madison did a great job for you, Anthony, by the way. And (laughs) that said, I want to, Tara, you had sent over, and I'm going to pull it up for us real quick. Um, Oh, I know I wanted to talk about that. But before I do that, Tara, you sent me this yesterday. And this had to do with secondary properties. And I want you to talk to our audience what this means because guess what I don't think oops wrong way Um, I don't think this year is going to be very different COVID's still around and people really loved going up north when COVID hit so the business
3: saw a big jump in housing and people having an interest in second home purchases up in the White Mountains especially with COVID and people being stuck in their homes so this change with Fannie Mae uh, increasing the cost of obtaining that financing, I think, is definitely going to put a squeeze on those um, vacation home buyers. Vacation
0: home buyers. So I think that's the best way to phrase it.
3: You want a vacation
0: mm-hmm. home?
2: It You're gonna have to pay.
0: <clears throat>
3: you may have to pay a little
0: more than what you had to last year. You know
2: what? I want bacon. I got to pay a little bit more for bacon too. Do you? I do. Bacon is through
0: the roof. <laughs> I didn't know that.
2: Bacon is like stupid expensive.
0: Huh. Just like Second Homes. Just like Second Homes. Mm -hmm. So it's not just the price point on Second Homes that have gone up and the demand for Second Homes. My husband and I do a lot of business, as you guys know, up in Strawberry and Pine and Payson area. And the inventory and the demand, like everything we talked about that was happening down here in the Valley last year, also took place up there because everybody was trying to escape, right? A lot lot less traveling across seas and let's buy these vacation rentals. So basically what, Tara, you sent me was just the chart showing how much more expensive – Vacation loans are going to be, if all you're doing is putting down a 10% down, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be very expensive. And I think that we're really going to be encouraging those buyers that are looking at vacation properties to come to the table with a larger down payment. And a lot of times that just means looking at the equity in perhaps their primary home and tapping into a larger percentage of that for a down payment on the new purchase
0: okay that would work that would definitely work i know you had told me yesterday that if they do 20 percent down then it'd be more like buying an investment property like if you're going to buy a rental per se than versus calling it your vacation home um because of the difference you're
3: absolutely right the pricing adjustment is very similar almost identical to that of an investment property and the benefit of purchasing it as an investment property is it frees up that home buyer to do a short-term rental um, which a lot of my families who are purchasing Uh, cabins are wanting to put them on vrbo and airbnb and short-term rent them and so it really is twofold if you're going to pay the higher rate anyway you might as well take advantage of the opportunity to not have restrictions on renting that property right away okay
0: well i will tell you that it's not out of the realm just because it's getting a little bit more expensive like you said bacon if you want your bacon, you're going to buy it anyways. I'm, I'm
2: still buying bacon.
0: I know you are. I know you are. And and I do believe that in 2022, we're still going to see a lot of people wanting to invest in vacation rentals, wanting to have their own vacation rental to run off to. God forbid we ever have to have another lockdown, which I hope never happens again. I'm no! sure. Like, <laughs> I know, Anthony. Hey, I just got over COVID. So I'm telling you, I, um, yeah. I don't want to do that again. But at the same time, I'm still sitting here.
2: You know, it's become such an easy conversation because of just the way that the world is working right now. Uh To say that the prices are up, the interest rates are up, it's going to cost a little bit more. That used to affect people. Mm -hmm. But now these days...
0: You think we're all just conditioned to hearing about it? I think
2: so. It's like everything else is going to cost a little bit more. And this is just another thing.
0: Well, everything is cost. Everything. You want gas? It's a little
2: bit more. You want anything? Just a little bit more. You You want want some wood? Second home? Yeah. Costs a little bit more.
3: What'd you say, Tara? I think it's creating a sense of urgency. You know, we talked about supply and demand and we talked about what we're seeing in 2022. And I know for me personally, I'm having conversations with my buyers that we're planning to purchase this year specifically self-employed folks who are going to be filing their tax returns for this year and there's a sense of urgency to get those things done early and get into the market and secure an interest rate sooner rather than later with the anticipation that rates will continue to rise
0: okay so let's nobody wants to talk about the turd in the punch bowl i'm looking at you joe and i'm looking at you tara the turd in the punch bowl is the fact that everywhere you're looking people are talking about rates going up but you know what? I think we're all kind of numb to hearing that though, because haven't we been threatened with that for like years and years and years? And then every time it starts to go up a little bit, then the government sees the market maybe slow down a little bit and then they lower them again.
3: Do you think that's gonna happen this year, guys? I, I <laughs> ahead, one of you guys want to go ahead, Tara, I'm you on. go first. I don't. I used an analogy <clears throat> with a family on the phone earlier today who are under contract on a new build and they are desperate to get a closing date so they can lock in a rate and the conversation that we had was about that this is a fight against inflation and i think it's important for all oh, of us to recognize where this is word. coming from and the feds originally indicated that they had a target inflation number of two percent were well over two percent uh they were trying to really continue to stimulate the economy by calling that inflation transitory or temporary and we really think that we're past that point and so um they've said they're gonna raise interest rates three times on the short-term borrowing rate or the fed window this year starting in march and then they're gonna start tapering and i think that's exactly what we're seeing here in january is their action and the difference is like a wildfire if they would have seen inflation coming and started to taper at a slow pace and everything could just keep up, it would be like when we go into our forests and we cut down trees proactively right. to ensure we don't have a forest fire. Preventative and now, form. unfortunately, I think the Feds are feeling like they're gonna be fighting a forest fire if they're not aggressive, at least in their approach to, to slow down the rate of inflation. And, and they certainly need to do that. Otherwise, like you said, Rebecca, our children you know if rates go back up to a normal market but home prices are at five or six hundred thousand dollars we better see some serious wage inflation to you know help with affordability
0: well and and the truth is is because we've all been doing this for so long i'm currently helping two of my past clients kids and they are in their old (laughs) yes i am um and they're both in their late 20s and they should be able to buy a house without a problem and they can't they can't and it's terrible. And so let's understand what is inflation? Who actually wants to explain? Because hey, Anthony, is that can, you chiming in? Yeah, me? can I jump in real quick yeah. about the interest
1: rates? Because there's, there's a stat that I want to just show you guys, because even if they go up a little bit, um, if you look at interest rates from the last five decades, Joe will remember because he was still working back in 1970s. That's right. That's right. He was just decades. born That's in the right. 70s. <laughs> if, stop if, it. If you go over the last five decades, <laughs> in, the 90s, in the 70s there was 8.86 percent. Oh, the 80s 12.7 percent. Yeah, there were 19s 8.12 percent, 2006.29, and 2010 over. Okay, four. so Anthony, so, I
0: ha- you just want to really get into your PowerPoint presentation? Do you don't? No, I'm
1: just, I just, I because I agree with you guys that you. People shouldn't panic even if
0: they
2: go up. You still got a great rate. So I, I I'm a little contrarian here.
0: Okay, let's hear it. That's why I love opposite opinions. So, <laughs>
2: yes, they're going to they're going up. They're going up, yes. And and they are trying to like Tara said, they're trying to squash inflation as fast and as hard as they can before it gets crazy, right? Before we see the seventies the mm-hmm. inflation style stuff. And I think they're gonna get it under control. And I think once they do that, then they're going to back off raising the interest rates. And I'm I, i I'm going to predict two raises. Two? Two. Okay. I'm going to say two. And I think come the end of the year, it will be sorted out a little bit. And they'll waive that last one. They'll just sit tight and they'll just kind of monitor it.
0: Well, and isn't it the truth that once they say they're going to do something, the market always reacts oh, immediately yeah. anyways? Yeah, they're, they're so it's like pre- when-
2: they, they pre-price it in.
0: <clears throat> yeah so it's almost
1: like there's already three joe you haven't seen my powerpoint so tara and joe where where do you think the rates are going to go to
2: (laughs) up up to
3: i think that we're going to see interest rates in the low force i mean we're already sitting in the mid to you know depending on where we're at i priced one yesterday we're between three and a half and 3.75 just depending on pricing the down payment assistance loans okay. now for a five percent grant are sitting at five and a quarter so i wouldn't be surprised so if you year fixed in the low fours. that's
2: a grant
0: okay
3: what do you think anthony well anthony's got his powerpoint so you know what i think without any more no, further you know, we, ado we, we should
1: we, just we could we jump ahead on now because of the conversation yeah. i'm like with you tara i think they're going to go to the fours. the powerpoint i'm going to show And these guys change it all the time. They're looking in between three and a half, between three and a half and four. But I think I'm with you. It's going to go over four. I think so too. What do
3: you about about you, Joe? What's your forecast?
2: I'm in. I'm in the three and a half to four range. I don't think we we may dip over it a little bit, but I think come to come the end of the year or this time next year, I think we're still in the in the. It's got a three in front of it. You think so? Okay. I, I, I do. I think. Well,
0: you know, it'll be interesting. Is when we do the first show of 2023, and we'll see
3: if we were right or not.
0: Let's
2: see if this ages well.
3: Yes. Let's see oh, if this that ages well. Oh, that will be well. fun. Actually, we'll have to definitely do that. Pull okay. up our do stats and see how accurate we are. Yeah. And
1: I usually agree with Joe. So. Here yeah. We go.
0: Well, it'll be interesting. All right, Anthony, I'm going to pull up your PowerPoint now, bud. Um. Oh, but before we do, I do want to show the Cromford Demand Index. And I don't know if you guys can see it, but Chandler is under 100 and Maricopa County and Maricopa, the, the town, is at 159 what or 156 and everything listed in between. The reason why I want to bring that up is just yesterday, Tina Tambor of the Cromford Report was talking about that demand's actually low. If it's under 100, then it's low. And there's a lot of cities in the valley with under 100. The problem is, is we just don't have any houses. And hopefully these houses will come to market soon. Um, but I, I do want to point that out. And then now here's your PowerPoint, Anthony. Are you ready for this? What will happen? I'm ready it? for it. I know. I'm so excited. All right, Anthony. Let's do hey, this. There's
1: no there's no crystal ball. You just got to you just got to go by data. And Rebecca, you've heard me say this before, and so have you, Joe. That you know, I I love these experts who like Tina. You know, I follow KCM, and if you really want to know what's going on with the market, especially in this industry contact your title people and see what they're doing with their business, because that's a big way the market is going. What's going to happen with the market in 2022? Well, it's not going to be doom and gloom like everyone's thinking. Um, you, you look at the home price forecast. In Arizona, in our Phoenix area, Rebecca, I'm sure you saw that one. In 2021, homes appreciated
0: 28%. Yeah. That's 28%. 28, that's unheard of. Oh, that, but that's where yeah. our stories, our crazy stories from last year came up. Yeah and if you're on social
1: media now you see this thing that people are doing i'm not a big fan of it it's a 10-year challenge I, they should have done a 10-year challenge of someone who didn't buy a home uh, 10 years ago oh. and, and they're still renting now because yeah, that's increased ready for this one 297 percent in the last 10 years okay. wow. only
0: so only anthony you're gonna have to help me out my friend do we want to stay on this slide or do you want me to move to yeah no slide? yeah real
1: quick what what they're projecting is they're, they're, they're it's not going to be doom and gloom price. They're projecting nationwide that uh, home appreciation is going to be about 5.1%. Um, that's nationwide. We know Arizona is probably double way that. more. Yeah. So all, all these people are saying like, oh, I want to wait because the market's going to crash. Home's going to drop. There's a big difference between depreciation and price and appreciation not going up as much. So you're still going to make, if you buy a $300,000 home, 10% off your money. I don't know. i do that in my portfolio any day now because my stock portfolio right now is horrible. so
2: sign, sign, sign me up for that 10%. Yeah, 10% S- yeah, S- sign
0: sounds sign
1: great. That one. So, so all these people thinking if, if you're looking to wait, you're losing out on money. We'll get into that on the, on the next screen with regards to mortgage rates, which we've already talked about a little bit.
0: Well, I just threw it up there for you, Anthony. The cost of waiting and, to buy 2021 versus 2022. You're know that same I, guy I that joe was talking to two years ago who didn't buy right so
1: joe and Tyree, you can jump in on this one all these people thinking they're gonna hold back and wait what's it gonna cost i mean joe you got numbers are funny now it, it it's gonna cost them 200 oh, it's gonna
3: cost them a fortune we've gone through that cost of waiting exercise one of the best things that i've seen is the numbers that represent 2006 which was our last housing bubble and it shows that the average interest rate was hovering around six percent at the time, and the average sales price of a home was about three hundred thousand. That monthly payment was about eighteen hundred dollars. Today, in twenty twenty one, the average home price was four twenty three, and at a rate of three percent, the payment was seventeen eighty three. Seventeen eighty three. The principal and interest payment of a loan in twenty twenty one for a home that was one hundred twenty three thousand dollars more was less. And we saw the household income in that same period of time go up from about an average of twenty dollars an hour to thirty one dollars an hour. So that actual house payment represented a fraction of what it did in 2006.
0: So So I hear
2: affordability is not so bad.
3: is huge. No.
0: So the affordability because I I guess that is Joe just simplified it is the
3: affordability
0: is not that bad
3: right now. Or do you
0: guys think it is bad?
3: No, it isn't bad. It's about 20%, about 20%, at least in 2021. We're still affordable here. And then, so it's, it's still for, and like getting into what you were just saying,
1: both you it's so with the increase in interest rates and the increases in appreciation, if you wait that same house, you might buy next year compared to today, you're going to be paying more for the same exact house.
0: Of course. Well, and here's your mortgage rate projection chart that you were talking about Anthony and it looks yep. like the average of all four is showing by the end of the year. Around oh, see, 3. They're, 7. They're,
2: they're with me on this, it looks
1: like. <clears throat>
0: yeah.
1: They're, they're with you on that, Joe. And I, I always agree with these people, too. So I just and I'm always positive on this. But for some reason, I just think they're going to now that when well, they stayed before, but I, they're going to gradually go up. But here's what here's what the
0: top people are
1: projecting mortgage
0: rates okay hey anthony i'm going to go to the next slide here hold on real quick okay so we just switched over to the next slide and anthony can you explain to us what the oh forbearance is finally bol- the, 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 this is my these
1: are my favorite slides rebecca he gets so excited you know about what I've been slides. Harping on. you know what i've been harping yes. on for the last year and a half yeah. two years
0: well and because of covid everybody kept saying
2: consistent he was on it
1: all the I time was on it and and everyone who was talking about foreclosure wave foreclosure wave there's 7.3 million people in foreclosure and they're all going to turn into forbearance and they're all going to turn into you know foreclosures well guess what Mm -hmm. forbearance is now around 800,000 it's under 1 million which comes out to about 1.25 percent of total housing in the whole United States
0: (laughs) that is crazy all right let's go to the next slide you guys and the next slide is Anthony we already talked about forbearance so the next one oh still forbearance this goes this
1: is just an update on what happens when people come out of forbearance to show you that it's not as bad as people thought oh they're in the green I actually call those people who really didn't need forbearance they just did
0: it to do it they came out and paid in full there were a ton of people that did that Joe and Tara can probably talk about that big time because I remember during the pandemic when people fell behind and then they wanted to buy a house. That was a problem. We had a buyer. We together. had a buyer mm-hmm. that did that. I don't, I won't name names, no. but will you please explain what he's talking about here with he, that particular buyer? He
2: he, he figured in his heart that, you know what? I'm gonna sell this place anyway, so I'll just stop making the payment. They give me a little break, so I'll just take the break and you know I'm gonna <laughs> sell it in four months anyway. Well, that doesn't work because mortgage companies generally want you to pay your mortgage bill. It's yeah. a general rule they want you to pay. <laughs> So when you stop Imagine paying, that. that's bad. That is bad. Bad. So we had to get him right. Luckily, he had the funds, and he just caught himself up real quick, went through a lot of paperwork and a lot of grief mm-hmm. to get him where he, back where he should have been. Because he didn't really
0: need the break. Didn't need to. He's just taking yeah. it. Why not? So many people. They just took those PPP checks. Why yeah. not? The,
2: co- the common sense part, it made sense. Like, I'm, I'm going to sell it anyway, so right. I'll just throw it on the back, and when I sell it, I'll just pay them then.
0: I get it. And we got it, and we saw a lot of that. And I know Tara had ran into that as well. Um, So let's take a look, Anthony, the next slide here.
1: This is great for you, too. And I really want you to jump into this one because we have a lot of people out there who are renting Uh and paying a ton of money on rents. You could just read that little quote right there, how much rent went up up. if you go up. Compared to where it was before, rents just keep on going up. 17.8% is the national median rent has increased um, this this year. Look at it from 2017 to 19. It's it insanity.
0: So somebody who's renting today, Tara, I want you to chime in on this because I'm tired of looking at it. No, I'm just kidding. No, because <laughs> You guys see this, people are renting and then they're going into buying. And I know that there are a ton of people paying more than $2,000 a month right now to live in apartments. I'm hearing it all day long. The
3: average two bedroom apartment is over $2,200. I was talking to a lovely young woman who's a single mom with a son and she was crying because she couldn't even qualify. She makes $65,000 a year and she couldn't even qualify for a two bedroom apartment. And so if this is the part where it's important for families to come around and support one another in the home buying process and to really understand the benefits of that. And I've got more parents, family members, grandparents stepping in to help with down payment, yeah. shared equity <clears throat> and various strategies to really help these young people get into homes. Hey, and I think not important. just young
0: people you saw last year, Tara, James and I, we helped my brother-in-law because he's yes. retired and on, a, on his retirement, he couldn't rent he couldn't buy he couldn't do anything without our help
3: and imagine rebecca if he was still renting no. or living with family and what that situation would look like there's so many people that are in so much better of a situation because somebody Helped. was able or willing to step up and help them out so that's just going to become more commonplace
1: and i'm sure we all have friends and you guys have heard it because we have friends that are renting and they have to for some reason 99 <clears throat> of them we talked to them today my landlord just raised my
3: rent in the last month Yep, exactly. I raise my people's rent. Hey, but you kind of have to. Had to
2: keep up. You have to keep up because you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna advocate on the on the landlord side a little bit. Uh huh. My HOA went up. My homeowner's insurance went up as the property value went up. My taxes went up. So I yeah i raised the rent i didn't i didn't gouge but i raised the rent so i can cover my expenses yeah it's it's you you have to do that too we're just getting more expensive as a general rule
0: i'm glad that you brought that up because there's a lot of clients who want to invest in real estate Mm. and i will say even the builder that i've worked for for several years it's actually really smart instead of selling his houses he's building right now he's renting them oh wow yeah and that will probably pay for him and his family for forever Forever. as far as his retirement's concerned because if an apartment is going for 2200 a month and he's building brand new homes in Mesa to rent out, I'm sure he's gonna be able to get a ton of money for those. Yeah. So you know what? If you already own a home today, inventory's low. We can't replace houses very easily. So if you come across an opportunity to become a landlord, I don't know why you wouldn't today. Anthony, what do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree on that one, but the other one I was getting on that rental thing is you were talking about people helping out family. People don't understand they had the misconception where there's no way I can buy a house. I have to put 20, 25% down.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: need to reach out to Tara and Joe and just sit down with the consultation to see where you can get at. Because you know what? You might not be able to do it now, but you might be able to do it in six months. You might be able to right. do it in a year because you're crazy paying twenty-four dollars a month rent when you can own that same house for pay maybe two twenty-one hundred 2100 and build that equity that you
0: need for your future. Agreed. Well, I think, you know, all of us are going to agree with that whole statement right there. Anthony, I'm going to slide over and see if you've got another slide. Rents continue now to that skyrocket.
1: That, show, that just shows you the, where the rents are going. It's not, you know, just a little on a graph.
0: You mean it's not going to stop raising is what you're saying?
1: Uh, I look at, look at those projections.
0: That more just, affordable you
1: know, just gets into about how it's more yeah. affordable to buy than rent, even though affordability has gone up. So just emphasizing these people who are thinking out there, to reach out to the right people. I I, I can't see this quote cuz I'm blind. A fixed rate, rate mortgage
0: allows to- you to maintain the biggest portion of housing expenses at the same t- at the same payment. Sure, property taxes will rise and other expenses may creep up, but your monthly housing payment remains the same. Um I think that well, that was the benefit of owning versus renting because if you Yeah, well
1: well what that gets into is that quote we just talked about right there homes are I mean, they're what it's talking about is everyone on the news today is probably hearing about like, we, Joe, you, you must've read the same sentence about, you know, record breaking home prices, rising consumer costs, supply chain constraints, inflation, all this stuff. And if you're thinking about purchasing a home, a lot of those people are sitting back now saying, I don't really know if I want to do that right now because of what's going on. But guess what? If you're going to hedge your money anywhere in this <clears throat> market right now, it's purchasing a home. It's real estate. And guess what? And guess what? When you have that interest rate, you're, if you have that continual interest rate, your payments aren't going up. You're making the same amount of payments, correct? Well, yeah. And that's a great point.
2: And, and you know what? I'm going to speak to the all you employers look away. <laughs> Ask your boss for a raise. Like, honestly, the job market is insane right now. And you can get a little bit more money.
0: And I'm like sitting here thinking, wait a minute, Joe, a, I, a, I have people who work for me. Everybody Shh. like, wait, but, but th- <laughs> this is
2: the reality. Like every, every, every company is hiring. Right. They're, get, they're getting more wages, better benefits, working from home, et cetera. And <clears throat> that's the way you, you have to keep up with right. what, what everything is happening out there. And there are paying jobs. There are ways to get this.
0: Okay, so, but Tara just gave an example. In my opinion, $65,000 is not a a salary to joke at. It used to be good. It used to be good. So does that not mean good anymore? I guess if she can't qualify for a house, it's not good enough. I Um, think
3: the thing is, is that there's a lot of double income households. It's very rare today. I would say less than 10% of my clients are a single working family, you know? Mm. And so oftentimes you've got two... Income earners in the house that are purchasing a home together—not always, but oftentimes.
0: Yep, yeah, that's a good point. So it, unless you have a partner, and I think Terry, you and I were talking yesterday um, about this, and you say it all the time, Joe. We're just—we're turning into California. Yes, it's happening. It's—we're turning into California. I grew up in San Francisco. Uh. No, it's true though, <laughs> and the reason being is, and when you go to California for many years, people have just been used to having roommates because if they weren't married or had a partner. Then the only way to afford to live anywhere is with the help of somebody else. Yep. So maybe that is just our norm, and we just, you know, if we adjust our mindsets to it.
2: You know, there's a lot of big cities. We say California, but you can say Washington. Washington yeah. house values have been through the roof for the last ten years. Yeah, you can say wow. that the Denver area, that housing prices oh. were up in Denver, are through the roof.
0: Texas, hello. I, I
2: mean, it's not just it's not just us. We're we're the West Coast is kind of filling up, like Boise, Idaho. I guess is, yeah. is like the new big thing. That and, place is blowing up, and they're going mm-hmm. crazy up there. So so yeah, we feel it here in Phoenix. And the the issue for us is, two years ago that house was worth three hundred fifty thousand. So we just haven't come to terms with this is happening. It's a sticker shock. Yeah.
0: I think we still are experiencing that sticker shock. I just talked to a client over the weekend and he wants to buy a house for his granddaughter. His wife passed last year. I think he's just kind of looking like where he wants to make sure everybody's taken care of. And I had to tell him like, hey, you know that house you want to buy your granddaughter is not going to be 300. It's going to be closer to five because he's, He's like, eh, $1,500, 3 bedroom two-bath, you know, somewhere in Chandler yeah, Gilbert, sure. should be fine. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you might be spending a little bit more, oh, yeah. but it's just the mindset. And then he had said to me on the phone, he goes, I can't believe what houses are selling for in my neighborhood right now. There's no way I'd pay that much to live in my house. <laughs> oh,
2: yes, you would. How many times <laughs> have we
0: all heard people say that, though, this year? I would never pay that much to live in my own house. And
2: in three years, that conversation will go away. In right. three years, people will not be talking about how expensive it was. It, it this just, is just is. how how it is. It's just is we're just not there is. yet. But it's, it's happening.
0: We're, I think we're you know, the five stages of loss. I think we're yeah. all yeah. getting to acceptance. Um, Anthony, how many more slides do we have on your PowerPoint? Just one more. Just one, one more? more. Let's check it out. Homes are less. Well, af- the, not Homes affordable. are less affordable, not unaffordable. Correct. So overall, this,
1: this one just this is the last one. Here's you want to talk about the market and you know he su- su- sums it up real good right here. So overall,
0: overall go ahead, you read it. No, to you us. do it. I
1: can't see. So overall,
0: I do think that 2022 will be another strong year for housing, albeit a little bit higher mortgage rates, and we do think home sales will continue to rise and actually reach a 16-year high in 2022. That was said by McClare Bolton Smith, senior lead re- our senior leader of research in Core Logic, and Core Logic is one that many of us do follow.
2: Yeah, if not all of us, they're big, they're huge.
0: Everyone thinking doom and gloom in 2022, Well, not going to happen. Anthony, the four of us are all very positive minded people, (laughs) right? And so Tara's giggling because she knows, you know, we're definitely all very positive minded people. So let's do this. I'm going to put each of you guys on the hook right now. I want to hear your predictions of 2022. And we are going to play this for next year and we'll see how close we got. I want to know what you guys think. The average price point today is 530. What do you think the I average think- price point is going to be at the end of December? 2022? I
3: don't think we're going to continue to see the massive appreciations that we've seen in the two years leading up to today. So I do think we'll still see appreciation in the market in 2022, but I think it'll be more like five to 10% at the most. Mm -hmm. And then I think that supply and demand will continue to be an issue. I think there's a shortage in housing. I think that builders can only build so quickly and there's already a backlog of that. And so I think as long as supply and demand continues to be a challenge that, you know, home prices will continue to remain very strong. Okay.
2: Joe? I'm going to go straight on the hook. We're going to go 585. Uh-huh. 585. Got that 585 for 585. <laughs> 585 for the average price. Uh-huh. And I'm going to I'll give you a, a a nice round number 3.75 for a 30-year fixed. Okay. On, on, on the average.
0: So next Christmas, I'm going to pull the stats, and we're going to see where we're at.
2: That's where. That's where I
0: think. Anthony, let's hear your prediction, please, sir. I'm going to go five eighty-six.
2: <laughs> Topper, <laughs> Topper.
0: <laughs> and where do you think rates are going to be at the end of the year? I, I, I think they're going
1: to shoot up to four towards the middle of the year, then drop back down. But they're, we're definitely going to hit four this year, I think.
0: Okay. And I'm going to close the show. I personally believe I'm right there with you and Anthony. I'm not going to go 587 because that would be just really (laughs) lame. But I will tell you, I do think it's going to be about a point a month. And it's going to be half as aggressive as it was what it was last year, just because I don't think we can go at the same rate. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with 590. I think five ninety, oh, cool. and I do think interest rates will probably just peter right at four or just under four. It just seems like whenever it goes above four, things happen to bring it back yeah, down. Yeah,
2: it's, it's a, so it's I, a, I've, a ledge.
0: I, yeah, so I, I do think it's a ledge. So I, I'm thinking more like five ninety-ish, but I think it's because all of us saw what happened this last year. And hey, let's be real: in years past, three to five percent was a good appreciation. It was the average. It was the average. Well, well
2: think about three three to five percent on five hundred thousand is now a healthy.
3: Is a huge change, it's right? 25 grand, yeah,
2: that's a lot of money. It's not
3: three it's, it's yeah.
2: percent on 250,000.
3: So, well, we- Rebecca, I think too you want to touch on the fact that the conventional loan limit went up about a hundred grand, you know, oh, just right. went up to 647. And with a five percent down payment, that gives a runway for a home buyer to put five percent down to a purchase price all the way up to 681,000. And oftentimes, we see that conforming loan limit be the cap before they go into jumbo and need a larger down payment. So I w- it'll be interesting to see how that increase in the loan limit allows affordability to run this year.
0: Oh, well, we might be seeing over 600 then. That was a really good point, Tara. Mm. Because- That was a huge point. I wanna change my blood. All right, okay, what's your, num- <laughs> what's your, what's your number, Anthony? We'll have to put money on this for next year. Lunch, lunch, lunch. Okay, he's gonna go six hundred. He's gonna go six hundred. Yeah. Well, you know
1: what? Because you talk about the supply and demand, and if if if, like we talked about, you saw that if if the supply's still not there, I'm sorry, no matter what we say, it's gonna go up higher than we think it's gonna go. It's absolutely true. You go ten percent of your five. Thirty-five, five forty. It goes up a little more. Yeah, you're closer to six. So I'm well, uh, and, and
2: we're dragging up the bottom, right? That four hundred thousand dollar property doesn't even exist in five months. No. so So we're we're eliminating the bottom and only going to go up to the high part. I I so, do agree
0: because there's and, and I and
1: I I hate to say this to my California people. I don't care what you think. There's gonna be more of them coming this year.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, of course, yeah. there's more coming because it's it, we're talking about price points average of five thirty-five today. The average in California, I don't even know what it is, but I probably should research it's more. it. It's a lot more. It's a lot more. I
3: think that we, Rebecca, you should really keep track, too, of just the jobs numbers because a really strong job market is always going to create opportunities for higher paying jobs. And people are always yeah. that. Yeah. Higher paying jobs are what allow the housing market to continue to thrive.
0: Well, so. the last thing I do want to throw in there is I know that the builders have played some catch up this last year. We are seeing a little bit of loosening. When I say that, I mean that they're now wanting to work with realtors because they're starting to catch up on some of their orders starting. Not by any means caught up. But But uh, they're they're (laughs) so
2: proud of their stuff. They're so expensive these new builds. Like (laughs) I know out of control the price of a new build.
0: Well, but the reason being is because all the subcontractors are gouging the builders. I mean we can keep going down the whole supply. It's bacon. It's bacon. So as it, bacon's okay to get more expensive as long as people are earning more money. Mm-hmm. So yes, go hit up your employer for a raise unless you work for me. Or me. Don't or him or her.
1: Or uh, me. No, I've just already kidding. done that. I know. Yeah,
0: Joe, Joe, my Mike, Joe, Mike, I've already gotten five text messages.
1: <laughs>
2: That's awesome. You're welcome. Everybody go buy a house.
0: <laughs> well, I do think I think the four of us will all agree. We do expect we're gonna help a lot of people buy real estate this year. And it's because why not? We all need a roof over our heads.
2: Gotta live somewhere. And
0: you gotta live somewhere. And the stock markets, you guys didn't even talk about it. I was expecting Anthony and you, Joe, especially to be bringing up the stock markets. Sounds like the stock markets haven't been doing great lately. So we may even have more investors wanting to get into real estate. Yeah. And so if you wanna do that, you guys all know who watch our show, who listen to our show, our three sponsors. This is our sponsor show with Tara, Joe, and Anthony.
2: Paying the bills.
0: Yes. Please look up one of our wonderful colleagues that are on the show today. If you need a mortgage loan, or you need to go, you know, maybe refinance a house, do some title work. Navy Titles, the only title in town, right, Anthony? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Here we come. Thanks, Domination. To everybody. Domination. Domination. <laughs> He just opened up a new office and getting ready to open up another one in Scottsdale. So congratulations to you for your very successful 2021, Anthony. And Tara, I want to say the same to you because I know you had an outstanding 2021 helping out all of your clients as well as Joe.
3: Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. It was a great year and looking forward to a great year in 2022 for sure.
0: I am as well. So thanks, everybody. And we will catch you guys next time. Oh, wait, 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 Joe. Wait, wait. You need to stand up.
2: Oh, for the love. Yeah. For
0: the love, because he's... I used. made it
2: this far. We were almost cashed up. We
0: out. almost right. cashed up, but Joe likes to come and make sure that he's got professional appearance from the waist up. Um, probably Tara and Anthony are the same, but because they're on Zoom, you can't tell. So, Joe, please stand up. Uh, please stand up. I have up.
2: My, my most favorite short pants on today.
0: <laughs> here's, here's Zoom. Okay. Oh my a ton of shoes. You have to show off the ton of shoes. Don't fall over. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's classic. I yes, love it. it's a good time. So always a good time when you work with any of us. And Don't let the shorts fool you. you. We are all very professional from the waist up. That's for sure. <laughs> from the neck up. <laughs> <laughs> have a great week, everybody. Thank you. That was awesome. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed. What we just talked about, which was what we think is going to happen in 2022. This time next year, make sure you tune in to see if our predictions of where the market's going to go, we actually were close. We'll find out. But anyhow, in the meantime, if you need anything real estate related, financing, refinancing, Joe and Tara are both fantastic people. And I love the folks over at Navi Title. So make sure you check out any of the above. Go to our website at gratefulheart.tv and all of their contact information will be right there if you didn't catch it during the commercials. Thank you. What a great show. And thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv, for all of our links to connect with us.
2: Hey, I'm on vacation every single day because I love my
3: occupation. I'm on vacation every single day, every, every single day.